You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are talking about El Clasico, and we try to figure out what is Barcelona going to do? Right? How are they going to figure out the mess that they have on their hands? Uh, and we talk about uh, Drake getting being involved again in soccer. For some reason, Drake is always a part of The Cooligans show. He, he makes it in there somehow. That's right. Plus, we talked to Haley Rosso of Everton from the FAWSL, and we have a great conversation about her being a paramedic and how trash Vegemite is. That <laughs> and more today on the Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Yeah, baby! Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. What are we doing? Where are we going? Right <laughs> Onward, to Onward and upward. We're going, to, it's, it's, we're going to the future, Alexis. I booze light year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A booze light year sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you should see what comes out of the button on his arm. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Cool Against. My name is Christian Polanco. Uh-huh. And I'm Alexis. Uh-huh. Okay. Guerrero. So I'll give you the last thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, is uh, what is that? <laughs> uh, hey, how's it going, everybody? Yes, uh, we're excited about uh, uh, today's show. Uh, yes, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen. That's right. And also the gulliest. Correct. It's two things. Things can be two things, Alexis. Is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> exactly uh so look uh, uh we're excited about today's show there's obviously a, a lot to discuss we have an incredible guest today we have our first uh women's super league player Haley rosso of everton football club is joining us oh can my you goodness. guess christian's excited if you're <laughs> if you're watching you're seeing a whole lot of everton all right on christian all right uh so i got i got my whole i'm, I'm wearing a full kit yeah, yep. dude, you're ODing on Toffee right now, yo. <laughs> He's all Toffeed out. Uh, so, yes, uh, she'll be joining us uh, a little bit later, but let's start today uh, with uh, talking about a Clásico. Happened wow. last weekend. Um, Barcelona uh, loses this game 3-1. to, one to Nah, Real. they didn't just lose. <laughs> they got smacked around <laughs> i don't right? want to say all that I, well know? i did and i was kind of excited to say it even though i'm not really a fan of either club but i'm let me tell you something it is what what is is Messi even there i feel like Messi left the team but he's still physically playing there no it, you know a lot of people were saying this uh online but he's it, you know basically like i'm just here so i don't get fined yeah kind of yeah. thing you know that's the energy he is bringing uh-huh. Uh, so you don't miss me when I'm gone. And in fact, you might miss me right now, <laughs> you know, because you know what? Mentally, I'm checked out. OK, Bruh, in fact, I see the team all the way over there and I'm all the way over here because I really <laughs> just don't give up anymore. OK, no, look, he I, I would say you he looked like he was trying. I'm not going to take anything mm-hmm. away from him uh, there. He was getting fouled like he was trying. So Real Madrid definitely noticed him on the pitch and 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 took him as seriously as possible that's but, how you take him out you either foul him real hard and then when you're on the ground you got to whisper in his ear they don't really love you 
<laughs> Come to us. Madrid will we'll take care of you. Yo, that would be wild. <laughs> Messi suiting up for Real Madrid. Oh my goodness. Uh, no, but the, the the one thing. Look, in in you know, obviously, this is the first uh, a Clásico since uh, the 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 purge of Barcelona, uh-huh. right? Uh, you know, since they got of- comanized. <laughs> <laughs> getting rid of uh, uh, Luis Suarez, uh, Ivan Rakitic, uh, a, a couple other players, but the fact that this team looks. They just look. They look completely different. And then, and the 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 it threat. feels different. Well, like Ansu Fati did score, but the, the youngest the, player in was it La Liga or Barcelona history? I think Barcelona history, like pretty much every category, like in La yeah. Liga and in Champions League, uh, he's he's the youngest uh, scorer, and he is he is a great player. Incredible. And he, will, he will be a superstar, and and, and hopefully the face uh, of Barcelona. You know but what he's he, doing? He's doing that thing that sometimes kids do when their parents are getting divorced, where they like they try to show off and be like, if they focus on me, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll stay together because right? they see how happy I am. Homie's just tap dancing right now, <laughs> hoping, like, look. Right? look kids got moves. This family's beautiful. This right. <laughs> so the the but look, the the, the having the, the, the threat of like even before, right? When it was it was Neymar, Suarez, and Messi, like you don't you have to double team each of those guys, and, and that is pretty much missing, right? So th- th- that's it's not the same, right? And, and and Messi is is playing this, you know, he does the same thing for like Argentina, Argentina, where he's I guess false nine kind of thing, where he's literally just all over the pitch wherever right. they they ever wherever they sort of need him. And and Ansu Fati's up front right, doing doing a lot like ha, ha, with the responsibility right. of like who to see who's gonna score mom dad like, look at me i'm trying to score here <laughs> look look what i can do you know and it's it's not the same like tactically they just look so different and they're they're just not they're like they're they're a shark with teeth missing that, that that's what barcelona is right now if ronald coleman is doing what everyone other than like pep you would do which is to say like no messi you have to fit in my system not fam you have yeah. messi you build a system around Messi. I'm looking. <laughs> my only fear is, is he done? If he goes, he's 30, what, four, right? He's about to be 34. If he goes an entire season without playing well or having the drive and determination to play well, is he too old to be able to turn that back on? I, bro, don't you dare talk about future NYCFC <laughs> superstar Lionel Messi in that way. He's going to be point. great. He's going to be great forever. Right. Uh, <laughs> he, he will retire uh, 60, 65 years old. Uh, that is, that, that's my presumption. And people are going to be saying, no, don't retire. <laughs> but look, if you look at the table right now, Barcelona is currently 12th. in 12th place. That, it feels, it feels uncomfortable at that point, right? Bro, like it's just like Everton. Is a better club than Barcelona at this moment. Yeah, and 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 Ronald Koeman was a coach for both of those teams. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and ruined and teams. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. And ruined both of those teams. Yeah, Koeman's seasons uh, there were not great. Uh, so I expect kind of more of the same. Uh, just mid-table Barcelona. Uh, that that's kind of uh you know the the most he has to offer so uh we'll see but uh Ramager did play very very well in this game uh they they look like the favorites again I think to win La Liga I, I think Barcelona is going through too much to even it might it, it feels like maybe a Champions League spot is the best they could sort of get this time around. 
I mean, it still is Barcelona and it still is La Liga. So they still have the ability to, I don't think, run the table, but they do have the ability. I mean, they're still one of the top clubs, right? It feels like there's your top three or four and then everyone else when it comes to uh, La Liga. And I still consider them one of your top four. Real Sociedad is playing incredibly well, right? Atletico Madrid, you never want to count out, right? When you have these different clubs, like there, there's clearly a lot of skill. Barcelona, you still have to consider to be one of the top. I don't yeah. know if they're going to win the league. And I think you're right. I think Champions League, they're the new Arsenal, brother. Like, we got fourth? Have a parade, <laughs> baby. You know what I mean? That's from, that's from an Arsenal fan. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, literally, the parade just goes to, into Manchester and drops off Lionel Messi. So It's them just pulling up in front of Messi's house. I'm trying to tell you I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a little ballad. Uh... Don't leave. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we shared this. I think we retweeted it. But Jermaine Defoe, uh, who's been on a lot of clubs, right? He was a guest on Peter Crouch's uh, show. And he, mm-hmm. he asked him about his time at Toronto FC, which I'm sure you remember. 19 appearances. And he was like, goodbye. That was it for me. <laughs> uh, Peace out, y'all. <laughs> scored 11 goals. I mean, the kid did his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he pieced out. But then after that, they went ahead and they got... You know, uh, Michael Bradley and Josie Outdoor, Javinko. They won. They won a couple of trophies, couple a couple of awards. So they're fine. But what was the what was the, uh, you know the story around uh, the transfer? And Jermaine Defoe gives up the info that Drake, who at the time was an ambassador for the club, uh, called him and was like, "Yo, fam, you got to come." When Drake calls you, you got to go, right? You got to go. You whether it's a it's a party, whether it's joining a, a you know a football club, uh-huh. it, yeah, you got to say yes to that. But that that was a uh, one, I didn't know that Drake was an ambassador to Toronto FC. I don't – is he still an ambassador? He's technically, I think, paid by MLSE, which is the uh, the company that owns Toronto Raptors and Toronto FC. And okay. I believe they also own the Argonauts. I'm not sure about that, but That's I believe right. they do. The Canadian football team. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the, yeah uh, which I don't uh, know what an Argonaut is. I'm also <laughs> not – I'm not Googling it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to go but, on. So, uh, Jermaine Defoe is on uh, Peter Crouch's show. Uh, and But the, the, the fact that this was the, – the fact that Toronto FC has this as a tool – uh, to be able to recruit players is a lot incredible. of Drake haters are very happy you use that <laughs> word. Uh, but, uh, I agree with you. Like I, I should have said resource, but you yeah. know what I mean. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Like if if Drake calls you and he was like, "Fam, you got to sign here." Like I personally, I think Arsenal could use this. Right? <laughs> who's who's the most popping from North London? Get this guy in to make the phone calls or this lady in to make the phone calls for your club because Jermaine Defoe moved to Canada <laughs> because Drake was like, yo, I'll take you to dinner. And then when he got there, he's like, the guy's never there. He yeah, didn't that, get to see him at all. That's the funniest thing is that he never saw Drake ever. Yeah. Uh, which is, I say, mentioning like uh, he, he's always in America. Uh, well, yeah, that, I mean, that's, he's out, he's out, he did his job. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he trapped you. He's like, oh, I got him. And then yeah. he left you in, in, in snowy Toronto. Uh, so, but, but the fact that, um, that I love that this is a, uh, you know, 
like for MLS, MLS has to do what it has to do to try to get some superstars. So I, I love that we know this story, but imagine other stories. How did David Beckham get here? How did uh, um, Wayne Rooney get here? Like there must have been so many people involved uh, in, in to get all like these, the major signings, right? The major signings. So there must be these incredible stories. Like you could probably write a book just on designated players. Who would it take to get you? To move to a different country and sign for a, you know, at the time, certainly a league not at the same standard that you're in. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe if El Alfa calls you and he was like, Doug, <laughs> you got to come do your show from no, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> just like some, I, it would have to be for me, it would have to be like, like who was like a. Uh, who did I have a crush on as a teenager? Do you know what I mean? Like oh. if, if, if like Jennifer Lopez called me to join some team or something like that, like that's yeah, what let's it just would... put it out there. If Jennifer Lopez calls <laughs> and says, you need to rob a bank. I'll be like, I'll help you. I just need to be around the situation. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, I'm like, but I'll, I'm thinking of even the, like the, 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 the team's, the, that that you know, as far as like the, the the players that didn't work out, like there must be some great stories there. Like who 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 convinced Chicharito to come here? You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> probably <laughs> Becky G. Right? <laughs> she knows <laughs> legend. She's like, yeah. I got this, Bobby. Okay, Trust yeah, me. I'll do what I gotta do. Uh, no, it's just incredible. I I love that. I I love that he he shared that. And even I like, bet you I, Wale called Rooney, and Rooney's like, "Who are you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of you, mate." <laughs> He's like, "Yo, look me up on Spotify. Uh, you a rapper? <laughs> Whoa! Does Wayne Rooney listen to rap?" No, oh, no, right. What you- <laughs> Wayne Rooney sounds like he only listens to like ASMR. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine actually listening to music, like popping to something, you know? Yeah, he seems like, um, a, a, like, even as a teenager, he was listening to like, just real, like oldies, sixties. It's just like, stuff. or, or like those, remember those old tapes that would like, uh, give you confidence and all that, that people used to listen to while you slept. <laughs> You're like, you're going to be all right, mate. It's just his voice. Just, <laughs> you're doing great, mate. It's just, Every, no Wayne, one thinks you're ugly or bold, mate. Just, well, I would love to hear Wayne Rooney's audiobook. That would be great. <laughs> just self-help, his own self-help just, audiobook. I don't even, I, like, I, I get that he's trying to encourage me, but I'll be honest, I don't understand where he's saying it. <laughs> yeah, I think he was eating through most of this. No? That's just how he talks? Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, Darby <laughs> County's finest. Uh, <laughs> Player coach, folks. Uh, Haley Russell will be with us in just a moment. Uh, a couple things to discuss uh, before we get to Haley. Let's uh, real quick. Actually, I just saw this uh, rumors, uh, transfer rumors that Jack Wilshire of, of West Ham, formerly of Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal, is he a legend at Arsenal? I mean, he's, very uh, he's at, certainly at the youth ranks. I mean, look, he won an FA Cup, right? And okay, he's yeah. probably most known for smoking cigarettes in the shower, but still, I mean, <laughs> legend. <laughs> Legendary for, for uh, you know, uh, a litany of reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, that he might come to uh, MLS. Yeah, clearly his career at uh, the top flight uh, in, in, in England is done. It's still an incredible player. Still seems like he has that skill. He's only 28 years old. Yeah, he's a kid. Right? I mean, coming to coming to Arsenal. I mean, coming to Arsenal. Coming to uh, coming to MLS now would be a great opportunity for him. He's still kind of at the peak. He's free. He's on a free transfer, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's see what team has a bunch of injuries and needs a midfielder. <laughs> Come on, NYCFC. <laughs> okay, that might it might be an option. Who knows? Okay, um, you know you do. You have Pep Guardiola make the phone call. He's thinking, oh my god, am I going to get signed by City? And they're like, slow down. Okay, uh, okay, kind of <laughs> a City. Okay, <laughs> okay, City's in the name. Uh, you were close. Uh, right. The um. Uh. So let's ask it. Let's talk about uh, the Premier League a little bit and. Uh, yeah, last weekend, uh, Everton, the the Invincibles. Uh, I, I I got them for for five five matches of invincibility. How did it feel though? <laughs> felt pretty great. Okay, okay. really, just like you know, uh, uh, you know, one, uh, you know, I don't know, one. What, what is it like? One eighteenth of uh, the <laughs> yeah. Arsenal's invincible season. So right. pretty good. I'll take it. Not bad. As an uh, as an Everton fan, you're like good enough for me. <laughs> Thanks for the run, boys. Lock it. Where's you know, our special trophy? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Come on, Amazon, make the documentary. <laughs> no, they so they uh they yes they lost to Southampton. Uh, not great. Not a great game. Um, they got worked over by Southampton. I was trying to figure out what is it that Southampton sort of exposed. I was I was watching it and being like, Alan is there. Thomas nah, Rodriguez was, seemed like he was kind of out of it. But what Gil, exactly? Gilfie Sigurdsson <laughs> uh-huh. and Alex Iwobi were the problem in this match. Obviously, not having Richarlison because he got the red card in uh, in the in the previous game. Um, and that's another thing, man. This I, we've mentioned this on the show before, but what is it with the Premier League giving an automatic three match suspension for a red card for a direct red card? That it just seems so egregious. Yeah. And in times like this, maybe have the rule for everybody else besides Everton. That's all I'm saying. Because it <laughs> I seems, mean, it seems fair now that you <laughs> we say don't it have out a loud. Bench. <laughs> if you wrote it down, maybe it seems rough. But now that you said it out loud, I'm like, you know what? The guy's got a point. Consider it uh, because because uh, Lucas Digne. Also gets a red card, and he really did not mean to do this. And it doesn't matter. He rode a dude's ankle for he, three yards. He's trying to get away and, and put his hands up, but yes, he steps on the play. And I get it. I understand why you give him the red card. Yeah. Totally makes sense. A one-match ban, and then get the kid back out there. What is it with these three? <laughs> he didn't mean to do it. Look how fast the Brooklyn accent comes out when you're trying to when you're trying to finesse. <laughs> Thank you, Christian, for proving my point. That's why I always speak in this tone because I'm constantly trying to finesse. <laughs> right? I, I will say there should be some sort of appeal process, something you could do to be like, look, guys. You know, yeah. he didn't be like, you know, he wasn't like stomping on the dude's ankle. He tried to get out of it. Next thing you know, he's on a magic carpet ride for a little bit. <laughs> he's literally, he's surfing on this guy's ankle. You yeah, know. I get it. Well, that wasn't planned, but here we are, you know. If this was Jackass, they'd get more money for that episode. So, right? I mean, what are we talking here? At the end of the day, there should be something where you could say like, yo, this wasn't meant to happen. And, like, and, yes, this wasn't and, an egregious act. I heard that they will appeal this. Uh, so we're recording this before we get any answers on that. I hope he, you know, I hope it's not a three-match ban. I mean, you understand. Richarlison's, the, the tackle on Tiago, that I understand. Fine. I mean, it was a reckless challenge. But it's just that this, this rule of direct red cards leads to a three-match ban. It seems pretty excessive. Even... Even two, I would be like, all right, I kind of understand, but three is just coming crazy. up towards the end of the season, too. This could really change an entire, this could change the whole table. Yeah. Right. So you just got to watch out. I guess don't ride people's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Everton, we've got Haley Rasa when we get back right after this. 
Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to the episode. We just want to bring it with a word from one of our sponsors, us, and you. That's right, Gully Squad out in full force. Uh, That's right, out. I mean, you mean in, in full force. We are staying inside. <laughs> we, are, we are outdoors <laughs> yeah. spreading this disease. That's what we do, Gully Squad. We cough in everyone's mouths, <laughs> But we, dude. we're spreading gulliness, all right? None, of that, right. none of that COVID nonsense. Nah, dude, we're, sp- we're spreading COVID-69. <laughs> okay, that's the fun one. Yeah, dude. You didn't think you'd want it in the beginning, but when you get it, you're like, you know what? It's kind of fun. So, yes, uh, shout out to, 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 to Gully Squad. And, uh, yeah, for people who help uh, support the show, help us uh, put out more content. We've been doing a lot more stuff, especially uh, on uh, live streaming. Uh, they've been a part of it as well. We've been doing stuff on Twitch. It's been really, really fun. Uh, even though, yeah, we're stuck at home, we're, we can still uh, do some fun stuff and, and give, you know, whether it's a exclusive content a dope slack channel uh we're, we're still uh putting out great work uh and then that's all because of gully squad absolutely and they they support us and we want to we want to make sure that that's uh we give them back some cool content and also we want to make sure we find other people that want to come hang out in this Slack channel because so far it is pretty late yeah. it's all it's pretty awesome exactly so if you want to join gully squad all you got to do is go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button it's right there on the menu it's at the top it is at the bottom uh very visible easy to find and it's a it's a great community and there's also uh great perks obviously we you know the gully squad was invited to our birthday party and uh, how lit was that i mean they got to they got to hang out with who are some of the folks they got to hang out with, Alexis? I mean, it was a wild time that I'm <laughs> kind of forgetting that because I drank so heavily. But we had Sal Volcano of the Impractical Jokers come through. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We, we, that's right. The Impractical Jokers. We had Alexi Lawless come through, who some say is a kind of a clown. Right? Yeah, see? <laughs> so he's, he's a less practical joker. Uh, he's uh, He also serenaded us, yeah. right, with a guitar. Ellie Menjum of Darby Days hey. and Copa 90 fame. We had a uh, Mart- Zach Valentin, Cal Martino, Edson Buttle. Yes. I mean, everybody uh, was there. It was super, super fun. Uh, so, those are some of the cool uh, perks that come with being uh, uh, in Gully Squad. And, and we try to give everybody a really fun and unique experience that you may not be able to get everywhere else. If you you know just a casual soccer fan, so feel free to join. Uh, again, uh, you can uh, subscribe at what well, like whatever level and whatever you want to give every month. Uh, and there's different uh, you know perks for uh, the different levels as well. So make sure uh, go, again go to soccercooligans.com, uh, click on the join Gully Squad button, and come aboard. Toot toot. <laughs> That's right, baby. We're back on a Cooligans living room FC, and our guest is here. And Christian couldn't be more excited. <laughs> our first Everton player, yes, on our show. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm uh, stoked, uh, Christian. Uh, if I, only you had some Everton gear to put up around. I your wish people could <laughs> at least be aware that uh, you know I've de- I've definitely seen a couple Everton matches. Uh, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, no, I'm absolutely stoked for uh, for today's guest, Alexis. This is huge. I mean, you may remember her from your Portland Thorns. You probably, if you're if you're watching in Australia, you remember her from Brisbane Roar and a, a place <laughs> called Canberra. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> Canberra. Maybe you remember her from Washington Spirit. Maybe you remember her from being Christian's favorite Everton player. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, and if you are, pull aside, 
put that bad boy in park and put your hands together for the one, the only, the Matilda, <laughs> Haley Rosso, everybody. Haley, what's up? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you guys? <laughs> Not bad uh, at all. <laughs> very, very much excited. Thank you so much uh, for doing this. Uh, let, let, let's uh, start. Yes, I am an Everton fan. I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, it's been great, especially uh you know the last uh year or so uh, when it's so, it's so much easier to watch uh the women's super league games right that makes it uh so much more enjoyable especially this season you can they're, they're they've been on nbc uh so we can watch them here uh in the states uh wh- what has been the experience like it feels like this year is obviously for all footballers it is a strange year but there's there seems like uh something unique happening in 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 women's football where the where it, it seems like everybody you know we, we saw the ratings with, with nwsl and how uh, those were up and now that the the game is much more accessible uh to, to to viewers what's it like this year trying to figure out how to be a footballer and and still grow the game at the same time yeah it's a crazy year as you said covid um but I'm really enjoying it over here. It's it's great. Like you said, it's awesome that you guys can watch the games over there. It's the same for my family back in Australia. Um, they've got really good access to being able to watch the games. Um, and like you said too, with the NWSLs, I saw, I think I saw on Twitter, like they were getting massive views. So the women's game is growing and I think it's so important, especially in a year like this where fans come, can't come out and watch us play. Wow. I mean, you know, one of my favorite things about this interview so far is that we could say soccer, all right? Because you're Australian, and that's what you call it, too. Like, we don't have to pretend with this whole football thing, okay? But do you know what? While I've been here, every time I talk about it, I'm like, football, footy. But I think it's just in my head because they're right? all saying that. Because you do the same thing that happens to us where it's like if we say soccer, they're like, oh, this person knows nothing about the sport all of a sudden yeah. because we said a word they invented. How dare we? Uh, when, what's, like, the main difference between – because you've – I've never – spoken to someone who's played on three different continents like what's the main difference between the style of the game when you were in your hometown club brisbane roar i don't know if i hope i said brisbane correctly then playing for nwsl and now in the fawsl like what are the main differences between the three like fans that are trying to learn a little bit more about women's soccer like what would you say is the difference between the three leagues so i think um for me going australia america um the uk the jump from Australia to America was was quite different. I think it's just a lot more professional um, overseas. I think Australia still has a little way to go. Um, it's a good league and, you know, it's really nice representing your hometown and playing in your home country. But I just think that um, there's still a little bit more that it can develop. Um, going to America was great. There are a bunch of athletes over there. I feel like they're all just, you know, very fit, very strong. Um, and coming to the UK, I think um, the game's very physical over here um, and it's a little bit more technical. So I feel like I can brush up on my skills a little bit more um, and kind of just test myself in a new environment, which is nice because I was in America for five years, which when I look back on it, it was a pretty long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your, your time in America, what the hell was Washington Spirit thinking, waving you? <laughs> when you look back, I still at ask that, myself. I still ask myself that question. Hey. When you look back at that, you're like, "What a screwed up organization!" No, like when you look at that, was that because you've been through some moments, mm-hmm. right? You've had that pretty uh, horrific back injury, and 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 getting waved like are those moments like? Tell us what is what goes through Haley Rosso's head? Are you like, "Yo, that's it"? Like, I'm going to go be a paramedic, I think I heard you want to be, or you're studying to be, or you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to prove them all wrong. Like, what, where, yeah, what, that, yeah, that, yeah, I literally, 
initially I thought, oh, I'm just never going to play soccer again. But I think I was just being dramatic. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, was, then, it was dramatic. I mean, I don't, don't, don't take anything away from me. You had all the right. Yeah, you had all the right to be dramatic. <laughs> I was thinking that, like, as soon as it happened, I just thought, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back to Australia. There's no league on at the moment. Like, like literally I have nothing to do. That was my first initial thought. And then within 24 hours, um, the Portland Thorns picked me up, picked me up off that waiver list. And then that was like straight away when I was like heading over there, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to prove them so wrong. And I just like wanted to go there and perform well and prove that I was, you know, worth having on a team. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, Alexis did mention the, the back injury. I mean, that was a, I mean, it was obviously scary. I'm sure it was an incredibly like, scary time of your life. But the, the one thing that I knew that was uh, pretty awesome was that the, the Portland community, the Portland Thorns, the Timbers, really, they, they came together to show a lot of uh, support for you. What did it uh, feel like to, to, you know, and how did, how much did it help you recover? Yeah, that actually gives me goosebumps thinking about it because they were, they were incredible. And I was obviously going through a really tough time um, being stuck in DC of all places as well, um, <laughs> in hospital, um, in that rehabilitation hospital. So to, to get all the love that I did from them, really from just everybody, it was it was amazing. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video where they're all like chanting for me in the game, but it's yeah. it's yeah, it was they're, they're amazing, and I think you know all those little things kind of helped me and um, pushed me and drove me to get through it. When you look at the landscape of uh, sort of where how your career progressed to be in a place where all of a sudden you are wildly beloved and it, you you start to come back when you start to score again because th- if there's one thing we know about Haley Rossos you get buckets okay <laughs> I mean you know what I mean you out here getting I try bucks. I, bro I you're try. succeeding I don't know about this crying thing uh, right I try to lose weight I don't know if I succeed at it. Like, you out here getting buckets without even trying like when when you when that happens in your head are you like did it got them you know what I mean like are you like yeah or you feel like wow thank you so much or you're like yo this is what i wanted like this is what i worked so hard for like where where are you at in your head i think i'm a bit like that i it's obviously i go out there and that's what i want to do i want to score goals i'm i'm a striker and you know coming back from some things that i've done like my injury getting waved i want to go out there and even like play say playing against spirit like before the game i'm thinking oh i want to score so bad uh it's just like a a bit of a mentality I have about proving people wrong and, you know, proving that I'm determined enough to get through things. And to my, my comeback game after my back injury, I, I scored in that game coming back. And for me, that, that was the moment where I was just like, wow, I can't believe like my return game is this like good. Like I would have dreamt that it would have been like that. And it was it was that good. So yeah, you just go. You're like, I'm invincible. Yeah, Nothing right, can yeah. Take you down. yeah. You broke my <laughs> vertebrae, right, not my boring boots. <laughs> you can't stop, Haley Ross. <laughs> uh, yeah, and let's talk a little bit about Everton. I mean, obviously, I you know I got into uh, you know watching Everton because the, the the American players that were on the team, right? That Tim Howard, that like Landon Donovan, and then I started paying attention uh, to the women's team as well and and seeing familiar faces is great i'm watching you there uh it, it's awesome what is the what is the you know not necessarily the difference in uh in support because it's difficult to compare the portland thorns 
support to almost any club in the world. Especially during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is, it is quite unique. But, uh, but, but being an Evertonian and being there, how, uh, what's a, uh, yeah, like how, how fun is it uh, sort of uh, just to be at, at the club and, and playing well? You guys are in second place, undefeated. Uh, uh, what's it like being a part of uh, such a successful team? Yeah, it's amazing. I like you said, it's hard to to compare or know what it's actually like when you don't have any fans at the game. But I've definitely felt the love from from the fans, you know, online. Um, and there's a really good backing here. But I think just being a part of such a big club is amazing. Um, the facilities, the staff, the backroom, uh, the players. Just coming over here, I haven't been here for long, but my experience has been great so far. And then on the field, we're performing well as well. So I hope that we continue with that. They have a lot of experience with uh, famous Australians, obviously with Tim Cahill having played for Everton. So when you get when you got there, were they like, we know Vegemite, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> were they, <laughs> were they, did they I wheel- wish they were like that, but they're all like, what is that stuff you're eating? Because yeah, like, it's, it's disgusting, Haley. <laughs> it's not. It's why. I literally have a, it's not, I have a little travel one, which I take around with me everywhere. And every single time someone comments on it, I'm of like, course. It's, it's Vegemite, I'm Australian. As soon as you <laughs> open it, you get a couple extra seats on the bus right <laughs> nobody wants to sit next to you it is a strange thing i had it uh the only time i had it was you remember uh there's a, so there's an australian comedian that lived here a long time her name is kelly fastuka she was like the she, she was like, like o- triple j and stuff in australia she, she, she was yeah, like my only australian friend you know i'm right. like it's a, and, and she had vegemite had it once and i'm like this is yeah. what is this why, why do you do, do this people- to yourself <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we're just like raised with it. It's just normal. Like for me, I could just like spoon it in my mouth. I don't even need it. <laughs> was this only when you swore? Like, because when I was young and I swore, no, it's not. They made me eat hot sauce, and now I love hot sauce. <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out I swore a lot. But like, you know, my mom used to do that to me as well. Really, with the hot sauce. Swores. The chili sauce, yeah. yeah. So do you like hot sauce now or chili sauce? No, because I never got it because I never swore. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what? Now that there's no fans, we can hear you, Haley. I don't know if that's – maybe mom needs to send some chili sauce out to uh, the Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> With- I, I think that is a, a, an interesting uh, part of the game. Now, you know, since there's, there's no fans, you can, you can hear the players. But I'm I'm trying to pay attention to – I think in, in women's games, it, it feels like it's it's – more polite as far as like the swearing you don't hear it as much i could be wrong maybe there's whispering maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a little bit more concealed but like how- using the ponytail to cover it up a little bit <laughs> muffle that you know <laughs> how how um in, in general since we're hearing it how intense are matches as when it comes to trash talk i think people trash talk yeah i think the women do it yeah, yeah. It do, i just think it's just part of the game and People like to rile each other up. Um, I always have a laugh with whoever I'm like, you know, I usually have a chat to them in the game. I'm not really like um, trash talking or, or being rude, but I feel like I'm always having a chat to my opponent. Is that your way of getting <laughs> in their head though? <laughs> I don't know. You're just sometimes saying stuff like, ref, you sure you shut off the, the oven? Makes... You know? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, the ref makes a bad call sometimes. I'm like, oh, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? They're like, yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm like, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a good just... day, <laughs> You literally just proved Christian's point. You just said it's more polite. You're having, like, a nice, nonchalant conversation. Nice. <laughs> like... Sometimes sometimes people aren't nice, but I don't know. I, I love to think. White line fever. I love to think that defenders think you're trying to get in their head, and they're like, yo, that Haley, dude, she's so manipulative. She's asking me about my, you know, my 
my stock options. <laughs> my- Literally just trying to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, a little catch up. That's all. That'll be good. Uh, so we have we have a bunch of questions from uh, uh, from our supporters, the the Gully Squad. Uh, that's our supporters group. And uh, so we have a. Uh, I wanted to start with this one uh, from, from Jaron, who is a. Uh, who's a Sounders fan? Well, I'm assuming a Rain fan as well, but it's just a very fair and valid question. He asked, uh, I could see wh- from the look on Haley's face, she's like, next question. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> no, yes. Uh, what are the major differences between training and the facilities uh, between NWSL and uh, FAWSL? And what could each mm-hmm. learn from each other? Yeah. I don't know about learn from each other, but <laughs> tough one. Um, I think the facility, uh, I don't know, it's tough because Portland, I know, is a, a great club. They've got great facilities. Um, and over here, our, our our training pitch or pitches, they're, they're incredible. It's so top-notch over here. You know, there's there are so many fields and they're really well-maintained and really well-looked after. And, again, with COVID, it's a little bit difficult because, it, yeah like you're you're kind of in a training and then you're out and there's a lot of rules so it's still kind of hard for me to gauge what it's like um yeah, yeah. what it would be like in a real world um but no i think uh, i think it's it's quite similar the professionalism um that, from the nwsl to here but i just i don't know i think that this environment is is really good um from the staff the medical facilities the, you know the physios um, gym, it's all it's all really top notch. It's good. It's just good to see the standard being raised uh, so high and and to you know equivalent to to the the men's side because you see just by uh, sort of like what you see on, on on the internet and like on Twitter of like sometimes fans in the UK can really like be really shitty to to women's footballers, right? Like it, mm. it you, you sort of see that, but it, it seems like the tide is, is very much uh, uh, turning when it comes to that. Yeah, I do hope so. I, I think people are nasty no matter what. Someone always says some, yeah. something to say. But, no, like we share the same facilities as the men, so obviously that's, that's saying enough in itself that, you know. Yeah. Um, that women's football is coming a long way. Absolutely. This is from uh, Ramerica, uh, who's a Portland fan. And he said, uh, I'll never forget when some drunk Portland and LAFC fans were trying to start shit outside the stadium. More rational people from both groups broke it up. And then Haley, who was injured at the time, hobbles around the corner on crutches asking, where's the fight? Now... Not exactly a question, but yo, Haley, you trying to you trying to get on World no Star? Way. I, you know what? I I don't remember this. I maybe politely inquired about what yeah. was going on, but maybe you it were saying like stop it, the fight. Huh? It sounds like something I would do. I like and. Like a people watcher, yes. if something's going on. Like I'm there following it to see what's going on. I wasn't trying to get involved, but I probably was. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you're okay, like, I thought you're you like, were like, like swinging a crutch. You know, like who wants them? That, that's actually so funny. I don't remember it, but it probably sounds like me. Right. Yeah, Haley, you're the you're the you're the person in every fight video <laughs> who you can hear in the background in the middle of the fight yelling. Yo, they fighting. You know, like everyone knows it already. But you're just like, trying to get, you know what I mean? You want more excitement. I'm usually far away. I'm far away, but I'm watching. Okay. Yeah. Just binoculars. <laughs> Anything that's happening. Just taking yeah. notes. We've talked about this before. I brought it up very quickly. You are studying to become a paramedic. Why? You, there's a pandemic. 
I, I would perfectly <laughs> be trying to stop touching people <laughs> and you're out here trying to help people. What, what is it? Was this something that happened from your injury or your whole life? You've wanted to be a paramedic. No, my whole life, ever since I was really little, I wanted to be a paramedic and kind of, even when I got into football, soccer, um, nothing really deterred me from still wanting to do that. Um, post-career so I just study part-time while playing um so I know that you know when I'm not playing anymore I'll have that to fall back on which I think is a pretty cool job yeah well you know I I have a a few friends that are that are paramedics and I'm sure you've heard the, the the stories and the things that you encounter being a paramedic, you're, you are encountering people usually at some of the worst times of their life, right? <laughs> and you have to like help them and help them very quickly. Um, is there something in you that is, there's, there has to be a certain sense of fearlessness to be like, I'm going to swoop in and save the day? Yeah, I... I don't know. I've always been like that. And I've always kind of liked helping people. And I have been out on some placements where, you know, I've just been with the paramedics treating the people. And I don't know when, you know, somebody's at that point or injured or hurt or sick. I don't know. It's, it's quite a nice feeling knowing that you're the person that's there or that can help them in some way. Yeah, it is wild. I mean, that's got to be something in you. My wife is a, a nurse here in New York City. And like when when somebody's like, I'm sick, I'm like, get out of my way. You know, she's very different. She's like, yeah, how can I help? And I'm like, wash your hands, baby girl. You know, like, I don't even want you touching me after, you know, like I'm just a different person, you know, like when you got injured and you were put in the ambulance where you're like, hey, guys, you know, like, this is so cool. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I wish I was. I wish I was. But the injury was so bad. I was just like on another planet yeah I'm sure. Um, yeah but normally like normally if i'm injured or whatever i'm like loving it like get me in the ambulance this is so fun yeah. <laughs> love hospitals they're like oh, man yeah. you have a splinter you're like no but i just want to one trip around the block <laughs> they call the ambulance yeah it's yeah. a paper cut Haley. <laughs> and it's a, little, it's a little different in in the states you know when where the the ambulance bill could be like fifteen hundred dollars okay it's a yeah, little <laughs> america's a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got roofied once and I got to ride an ambulance. I don't remember it. And I got charged $3,000. And I'm like, yo, at least let me go for a free ride on an ambulance now. Like, let me remember it. You know what I mean? Strap me up to the stretcher, take me around a couple blocks. Let me get the feeling, you know? <laughs> when, uh, go what for are you, it. Yeah, what are you looking at as far as your career? Because the way you play and, and the way you score, I feel like you're going to have an extremely long career. So, what are you, you're hoping to become a paramedic full time afterwards, or is this something that you think yeah. you're just going to dabble in? Oh, really? No, yeah. Yeah, full-time afterwards, but I don't know. I think initially I was like, oh, I'm not going to really play soccer for long, but now, you know, I'm kind of really enjoying myself and in a really good place. And then we've got the 2023 World Cup in Australia. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just like when I can to tick off the subjects that I can and um, get that deg- degree done so that when I'm finished, then, yeah, just – can be a full-time paramedic hopefully of course yeah and we should talk a little bit about your your international career and then yeah the upcoming uh the the world cup is going to be just uh, absolutely nuts right uh in australia like how excited are you to be able to uh host it and be there and and uh and and even a little bit of like the 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 growth of of just the matildas themselves and like getting to see sam kerr at chelsea and 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 how how you guys kind of making an uh an impact uh, on the women's super league uh you know i'm almost curious like who gets who who's more uh underestimated the the matildas like like uh, australians or americans when it comes to the football uh knowledge and stuff like that 
Australians. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, I think um, us Aussies, we're kind of like underdogs, you know, um, but we kind of like – we kind of like that title and I think, you know, we go into games and, you know, people in the past would have written us off but now we're kind of really making a name for ourselves and um, the fans are really getting behind us and with, for example, all the Matildas coming over to Europe and playing, it just shows that we want to develop ourselves and better our game for when we're back with the national team. I think it will it will really help us but having the World Cup on home soil is huge and we're all just like so looking forward to that. See, it, it's so funny because, like, your general tone, even the name Matildas seems so nice. And then you on a pitch, it's not that nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you're, a, you're an extremely aggressive player, but in the sense that you're constantly going for your goal. Like, I heard you once say in an interview with uh, Tim Cahill that you, you view yourself as sort of a warrior, right? Like, you're, you're constantly going at 100%. Where does that come from? Is that just the way you've learned to play, or is that – is that, is it, you know, is it, that, you have like an uncle veg, or something? Is it the Vegemite that is it's, really oh doing you? Should <laughs> I be, powering me. <laughs> should I be eating what I think is a fart in a glass, uh, AKA Vegemite? <laughs> Would that make yeah. me more aggressive? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, it, I think it's just, I think it's just been a mentality I've had. Um, I've always been like that, but maybe you should try it. <laughs> I will. I will it do it on the show. I promise you. I'll try Vegemite. Please do. I'll send you some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll sort that out. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, we I, don't think on the show. I don't think it's legal to be sold in the U.S. So maybe you will have to send it. Yeah. I'll send it from over here. Uh, you know, they actually sell it in the stores over here in the UK. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so cool. All right. I know there's a pizza place in in London that puts Vegemite on a pizza. I'm gonna have to send you that name. Oh wow! Next time you go out there, <laughs> please do. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the one thing, I, the last thing I wanted to ask about was the um, your signature ribbon uh, mm -hmm. in, in your hair. Uh, it's always uh, you know wh whatever team you play for. It's always you know usually the the, the matching color. But the, uh, we had Zarek Valentin on the show. Uh, a couple a couple months ago, and we, and we spoke about that the the the, the ribbon campaign and, and and raising money for for charity and things like that. Like, what is the the uh, was there something that started that? Like when it came to um, being like you, you know you're you're much easier to spot knowing you know who has, has the ribbon on. But why why was the, the exact purpose behind it? Um, my grandma actually buys them for me. She always matches them to my kit, so Amazing. it's pretty cute. But um, Back in the day, in all honesty, I used to wear a big, like, bright colored bow in my hair when I was like trialing for different teams when I was young, as a like, well, they'll maybe remember me as the girl with the bow. So it kind of did start like that. And then it's since just kind of formed into something where my nan just always buys them for me and matches them to my jersey and makes sure I'm always sorted and I kind of it's just my trademark now and I'm I'm recognized for it so I remember one time saying oh, I think I'm going to drop the bow and my family were like no, no we'll just own you <laughs> yeah, no. are you going to tell grandma <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're going to break her heart wouldn't I she's Amazing. like I'll just keep these for myself <laughs> <laughs> alright thank you again to Haley Rosso of Everton Football Club for joining us on the show obviously a huge huge day for me i know yeah. so i'm i'm quite uh, excited so and yo uh, christian actually i just realized something Haley, you said you don't remember running around the corner for the fight i think you were doing that as part of your paramedic training just in case anyone <laughs> needed help yeah i just realized that so maybe like that somebody might have been injured and i maybe needed to help exactly right yeah. so that's part yeah. of extra credit yeah now that's yeah. less you have to pay for it you she was gonna be like take my crutches it'll be yeah. fine <laughs> 
<laughs> you pretend you have a microphone. We got a five nine and a one two. I don't know what the code is. But- <laughs> uh, Haley, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. I've been thinking about it as well, and I still got. Nothing. Where can they follow you? Do you follow the Everton women and, and watch the games yeah, on the women. FA Player app. Yeah, watch the games, Taylor Rasso. There you Give go. Me a follow. Okay. Yeah. Put sweet. a bow in your hair when you watch the game. Have some respect. <laughs> yeah. For now. I'm with the bow. <laughs> there perfect, you go. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Haley, thank you so much again. Uh, everybody, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social media. Follow at Fubo Sports uh, on all socials as well. And make sure to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the program. Uh, all right, Haley, let us end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So, uh, for Haley Razo, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans! <laughs>